Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Well, good morning, everyone. This is Janet, and having a few issues here with the technology, I'm still not clear on how to use the new way that Blog Talk is set out for us. I hope everybody can hear me. I do see that Robin's on the line. Hello, hello. Very happy to have you. And I discovered last week that we can no longer use the Skype connection. So they offer something called Direct Connect, which I think is great, but it operates differently. So if there are problems, please let me know, Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com or Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Either one will get to me. I would really appreciate it because I don't know. I'm not listening at the same time as I'm broadcasting. But anyway, welcome, welcome. It's Wednesday. I'm so happy to be back or here again this week, every week. Now, if you want to call in, we do have a call-in uh, number, 646-668-8565. Again, it's 646-668-8565. But you know me. I have plenty to talk about. So if for some reason you – but if for some reason you want to call in, I will definitely take your calls. Now, last week I did – didn't realize I had two callers for a long time because – my screen goes down when I'm doing the healing. I don't look at it. When I remember to light it up, I saw two callers. And then they both turned out to be crank calls. So hopefully we won't get any more crank calls. I, I will always take the calls, though, just because I'm hoping that that was just a fluky kind of thing. Um, anyway, this morning is it's going to be a really good show, guys. Okay, we've got a lot on the plate. Now, first of all, I do want to say that yesterday I did my very first show on T-Radio V. It's a radio show as well. Oops. Why is that coming up? Okay. Uh, it's a radio show as well, and it's, but it's videotaped. So it goes out over the Internet just like this show, but it also carries the visual image. And I have to say it was kind of um, not my best first step out of the gate. I was uh, not... I was nervous, of course, and trying to pay attention to all these elements and aspects they had taught me to do on the training. Uh, you know, we had like an orientation thing, and so it didn't go so well. But I wasn't, I was happy though to get my first step out of the gate. I wasn't expecting anything great because I knew, because I knew when I started this show, it took me months to feel comfortable on here. Months. I remember the day it was like I started in January or February of 2000, I think 11. And I remember it was like November, October or November of that year where I finally just woke up out of bed that morning of the show. Cause I was doing it every week then too, thinking, uh, what am I so nervous about? It's really okay. And I just, of course I'd been working on it for that. So several, those months, but 
for some reason, it took time for the comfort to come in. And it finally did. It took a long time. But I'm not expecting it to take that long this time. We're now, what, six years down the line, or almost six years. And I've done a lot more work on myself to heal fear or uh, being nervous or um, anything else related to being in front of a group or in front of an audience. There is going to be glitches. I'm not going to be... Um, smooth all the time but I feel like with each show I will be gaining more practice and more comfort and so I appreciate all of you uh, supporting and understanding the studio also yesterday was about to embark on a huge opening that night and so the guy who was supposed to be there for me uh, to help me sort of get set up. He came two minutes before the show started. So there was a lot of this nervous energy. He was racing around and asking me these kind of things. Oh, well, what about this? What about and, blah, 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 blah. and I'm not even sure of all the vocabulary. So the whole thing kind of was um, in that kind of frenetic energy. It made it fun. It made it exciting, but it also meant that I was a bit distracted. So in any case, the healing I did on the show was great. I, I really got some good information from my guest, who was Michael Altschiller, and I do hope you'll tune in. It's probably not up yet. I will also have the archive show, but they were up all night last night at this live show that they were working on at the Whiskey here in L.A., and so the, the show, by the way, that they were doing was a fundraiser for the LGBT community, and it was honoring the Orlando victims, and it was, you know, a very important show pulled together at the last minute, really, and very successful, and I'm very happy for them, because I heard, just heard this morning, it went really well. There were glitches here or there, but, you know, (laughs) that's to be expected for everybody. Anyway, so that was exciting, but in a way, I'm glad I mentioned it, because I'm going to be working today on the Orlando tragedy. I'm going to be doing a lot today. and But I'm going to work on this tragedy in a different way than I worked on the Paris terrorist attacks last year. Now, I mention this because I feel it's so important to do some work on this tragedy. I'm going to be doing another healing, too, on Claudia. For those of you who heard last week, I had committed to her three healings because she has three really intense, deep patterns that I wanted to address, and it just seemed one radio show wasn't enough. So I did one last week, and I'm going to do uh, the second one this week, and I'll do the third one next week. So I'm going to be doing her for sure. But first, I'm going to just discuss with you briefly about my approach to the working on the Orlando tragedy, because I'm going to do it in a different way than I did the Paris attacks. It's a very important thing for multiple reasons to work on this Orlando tragedy, as well as all similar type things. I'm not just going to you know me, I'm not just going to work just on the Orlando situation. I'm going to work on this situation in general globally. So it's, it's, but, but here's the deal. Um, I'm, I'm working, the topic I'm working on today is creative life force energy. And this healing actually is going to be perfect as an exercise to the information I give on the creative life force energy. 
but I wanted to explain a little bit about why I'm shifting the approach on the healing here from the one that I did on the Paris situation. Now, I don't know how many of you heard that healing. I do have it archived. I was actually kind of blown away by it myself because the healing, 50% of it was on the victims and 50% of it was on the terrorists or the victimizers. And it was pretty fascinating. Um, But I'm not sure how people felt about it. They might feel, people might feel, well, I'm a sympathizer for the terrorists or, you know, I'm a closet something, you know, uh, and that I don't really care about the victims. But if you listen to the healing, you'll see that that just isn't the case, although some people might interpret it that way. But, and, and those of you who have heard my work, who've listened to my show, who've read my books or come to any of my workshops or talks, you're going to know, or you, you, will, you would know, that the higher selves are always very clear that each and every soul is equal to each and every other soul, and that each of us, are, we're on our own journey. We're finding our own way through a morass of hurts and wounds, misunderstandings, false beliefs, very limited self-identities, et cetera, et cetera. And we bring all of those into the lives that we're living. And we are all on the way to loving and forgiving ourselves and accepting ourselves properly. And judgment, blame, outrage, hatred are emotional states that hold us all prisoner. We become victims. Because we make others responsible for us. I know you've heard me talk about when we blame somebody else, we automatically become a victim and we automatically become powerless. Because when we blame somebody else, we, we give them the responsibility for us and we become victims and they become the victimizers. You've heard me say this for a long time. Anyway, um, and when we become powerless, we, we are disconnected from the true responsibility for ourselves. So when we come to the point where we understand that whatever happens to us is chosen by our own soul, the viewpoint then becomes when something happens is why did we choose this horrible event to be in our lives? And this brings the focus of attention back to where it needs to be, to being responsible for ourselves and to understand that we're not victims, that our lives on the outer reality reflect perfectly what we carry in our energy, energetic field. What are our belief systems? What are our self-identities, et cetera? So if we carry beliefs, even if we don't have it in the conscious mind level, we've all taken on the idea we're victims in some of the lives, if not all of the prior lives. So we all carry those beliefs of victimhood. And if we have the beliefs of being a victim, we're going to manifest the victimizer, you see, into our life pattern. Now, each individual will be different. Some, some, of, the, some of our victim patterns are stronger or less strong than others. So the, what we bring into our lives will be completely reflective of, of our own unique bent on it, our own unique degrees on it. And so we can't have victims, guys. We can't become a victim. We can't manifest victimhood without manifesting a victimizer. These two fit hand in glove. And 
I want you to understand, if you don't already, it's, it isn't just the victims that have brought in pain and suffering and distortions of their perspectives and their viewpoints and their, their life patterns. So have the victimizers. All parties on both sides are hurting, are wounded, have carried distortions. Both parties need healing. Both sides need to become aware, need to find love and forgiveness and acceptance of themselves. So this healing includes all sides, just as the one I did for France. So trust me when I say all the victimizers in this particular event, it was mainly one guy. Uh, Of course, in the Paris event, there were multiple terrorists in other events there are one two five or 20 or whatever they are could be a whole nation you know creating war Uh, whatever it is both sides are included always in my healings both sides now keep in mind by loving and forgiving and working a healing on the victimizer side It doesn't mean in any way, shape, or form that we're letting any victimizers off the hook. Every soul has to find their way to self-love and self-forgiveness. Every soul has to process the consequences of their actions, whatever situation they're in. It isn't about letting them off the hook or making them right. A healing from the vic- for the victimizers will help them move into a state of balance, a state of self-acceptance, a state of self-love, a state of self-forgiveness more easily and effortlessly. In other words, we're helping them to facilitate and accelerate their own evolutionary process. We don't want to pick and choose and say only some souls have the right to the divine energies to be healed. No, I I would never go there. I understand why some people might think that way, but the higher selves are really clear. We all carry the pure soul essence. We're all as pure and perfect as each and every other soul. We're all equal. There And no soul, soul is lost. No soul is unworthy. Every soul needs help. Every one of us. Every single soul. So, I wanted to clear all that up because it's important that you understand. I've done healings, I'm pretty sure on the air, certainly in my meetup group, where somebody may, just as an example, somebody may have experienced sexual abuse and the abuser comes in. And the abuser, sometimes it's different for different healings. Sometimes the abuser is just watching. Sometimes the abuser actually is uh, asking for help as well. And so there's, well, you know, on this show, maybe you don't know, but I had a, a scene caller a few shows ago. <clears throat> I mean, it was really bad, and I was in shock. It was the first time it had ever happened. And I was upset, not because I took it personally, even though it was a personal <laughs> obscene call. It was directed at me. But in any case, it wasn't that. It was that it was live, and it must have been so horrific for people to hear. And I had a healing in that show. And in fact, that show actually has been disconnected. The um, blog talk took out that whole section, that that obscene section, because I was just too slow on the uptake to 
take it off the air fast enough. But in any case, in the healing afterward, in came that caller, and the higher self was really clear that he called. It wasn't, it wasn't coincidence. It wasn't accidental. He called my show because he was going to get help. It was a cry for help. And so there was actually, after I calmed down because I was worried about it going out over the air, I, I finally, the higher selves brought it to my attention, and we did a, a small, short healing on the, the guy who called. And he called again, in fact. He was the one, one of the ones from last week. It was lesser obscene, lesser problematic. We have cut that part out, so I don't believe uh, we, we didn't need to take out the whole, take him out of the whole show or stop the whole show or delete the whole show like I had to that first time. But in fact, guys, um, every soul is crying for help. We all cry in different ways. We all express in different ways. And so I do want to make clear that when it comes to my work, I'm going to be working on, on, on everyone. Okay. So now, uh, but, so it is important that we work on this. We've had so many of these Orlando type situations. They, the details are different. The victims are different. But boy, it is really important. Uh, our country and the world is in great upheaval right now. We're all in the throes all over the globe, all over the universe. We're all in the throes of very intense soul mind detox, which um, is being triggered by the increase in the frequencies from the evolutionary thrust. I've explained that to you before. And right now, so much residual, very old, very deep anger, hatred, conflict, controversy, uh, bias, you know, distortions in viewpoint, all of those are being triggered off now. And we can see them happening all over the world. So I'm using a more generalized approach in the healing today because I didn't want to do any more triggering, but what we want to do is get to the, the issues underneath that are being triggered, and that can be done even with a general healing, so it's not a problem. And anyway, so we're going to be doing it at the end of the Creative Life Force information, and if you have any comments, any questions, please do email me. We can certainly have a dialogue about this. I don't know how anybody or everybody feels about working on the quote unquote bad guy. I don't know. Maybe people are very open to it and it doesn't create any problems for them emotionally or psychologically or any other way. I don't know. So if there are any issues, any problems, any questions, any comments, please let me know. Janet at higherselfvoice.com. I will be happy to share whatever you guys want to talk to me about, we can have a start a dialogue on the show in some way. I mean, I would love it. I do have to figure out this direct connect thing. I'm glad to see that Robin is on the line. That means at least you guys can call in and at least I'm, I'm broadcasting because I don't know. It's a little weird. I thought I had called in and I saw Robin was on the show and I couldn't see me. So I had to hang up and call in again. And so anyway, I am on. So, and it's all working. So we're good, but I do have to get some good information. Anyway, now again, after the healing on the Orlando type situation, I am going to move into the second healing for Claudia. Just to remind you what her issues were for those of you who did not listen last week or who did and can't quite remember, she had just in general, 
extreme, extreme tiredness for eight years, extreme. It just affects every part of her life. And if you saw her, you could see it on her face. She looks exhausted and I haven't seen her recently, but I saw her maybe a few months ago or I don't remember exactly. Anyway, because she came to one of my meetups and she's, She's just such a lovely, lovely person, but this extreme tiredness makes it so difficult for her to move through life. The other thing she had is about a year ago, she was attacked from behind by a homeless man. He uh, hit her with a bag of bottles, knocked her down, and it traumatized her to such an extent that for this last year, she's been afraid. She Every time she sees a homeless person, she becomes totally afraid and filled with anxiety. It's scary to even go out. She finds herself avoiding going out for fear of what she might, uh, what might happen to her. So she, in essence, is experiencing a kind of PTSD. And so that was the second issue. And the third issue was that she's been so responsible since she was 16 years old, always working, always supporting others. She comes from a culture where the children are responsible for the parents, and she's she's the homeowner. She's uh, has her mother and her sister living with her, and she's gotten to the point where she's taken so much of this responsibility pattern on her that she has no room for herself. There's no room for anything that she loves, anything that brings her joy or happiness. And now she was absolutely avoids all responsibility of all types because she she can't take on one more responsibility. It's not that she doesn't want to be a responsible person. It's just that there's no more room between the exhaustion and all that she's already doing and the fear and anxiety that's now taken over her life. She's uh, a mess, and it turns out that it was her sister that actually wrote the bulk of the letter to me, which because she just couldn't even do that one more thing. So we did work on her, and I did not hear back. I don't have any feedback from her. But given her her pattern, it's totally understandable that she's not yet to the point where she could take on the idea of having to write. In her mind, it's a burden to write any kind of feedback. But I did happen just by chance to be talking to her sister, and her sister said that, Claudia had been out of town for a week for work, got back last this past Friday, and her sister said, well, you, she never said all weekend that she was tired, and that apparently is a shift. So the sister and the mother are extremely concerned and are totally there and supportive of her, and it was for this reason that the sister wrote me to, or wrote most of the letter from Claudia to me so that we could get going on this. And so that's the scoop. Anyway, I will be moving on to Claudia once I finish the exercise where we're going to do a healing on this kind of event that we had in Orlando. All right. So now we are going to talk about creative life force energy. And this, of course, is one of my favorite. Now, I don't know why I say, of course, you may not realize that, but it's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite divine energies. In fact, the higher selves way back in the mid-80s, very early on in my process, they gave me an exercise to use with the creative life force energy. And I, use it, I used it quite a bit back then, and I've been 
I've used it over the years. I'm not going to be giving you that exercise now because the exercise I'm giving to you now is even a way more simple, more um, more connected to the work, that, the process that we're ongoing now on the radio. But I love this energy, and uh, let me first explain what it is. Okay, creative life force energy is the compelling force within us, within each soul that wants to give birth, okay? We all have it within our pure soul essence. Every soul on every plane of existence has it within the pure soul essence. It is an impersonal energy, just like all the originating source energies. And it's an energy that only wants to create, guys. And it creates our outer reality on a day-to-day basis based on all the energetics we carry in our creative body. And those energetics are the thought forms, the habit imprints, and the emotional blueprints, okay? That energetic baggage that we carry, that's what the creative life force is using on a regular, ongoing basis, okay? And I've been teaching the last couple, three, four weeks how to bypass that process with that, with our creation because that is not the, in our highest idea, we don't want our outer reality to be based on the energetics that we've picked up, up over eons of lives. We don't want that. And I've been shifting the focus and giving you the proper ways to utilize it. And this is uh, all divine energies, to use all divine energies. And so I'm going to be explaining that. But anyway, um, for the most part, unconsciously, we're all creating out of control. We're just out of control. The creations are just based on this energies that we carry. And because the creative life force energy, all it wants to do is create. It doesn't care. It's impersonal. Remember, it doesn't care if it's positive or negative. It just, it's just like this artist who decides it's going to make beautiful sculptures out of whatever is in this junk yard. And So the artist moves around the junkyard, picking up pieces of junk to put into his sculptures. Well, here's the deal. The most common pieces of junk are the ones he picks up most to use in the sculptures. The ones that are buried deep, and there's one here and one there and a few over in the left field somewhere, he rarely will include those into the sculptures because he's picking up what's most common, what's most available. And it's the same with the creative life force. Pick up what we came up with. Ideal, it's misunderstanding, misconceptions, hurts, wounds, fears, bop, 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 bop. And so that's what's happening with the creative life force energy, and it's creating out of control. Okay? Now, it's up to us to shift this process. Now, before I go on to the new process, I want just to remind you, because I haven't done it lately, do you remember the womb of originating source, the W-O-M-B? For those of you who have been listening regularly, I'm sure Robin remembers it. That energy in the womb of originating source was creative life force energy. Now, if you don't remember one point in my healing sometime last year, or maybe even the 
year before, I don't remember when it started, I started being shown by the higher self to move the healing. Uh, we were all amalgamated, and I moved the amalgamation. You know, we were all one with the higher self and the, and the uh, pure soul essence, and I was indicated that to move us into this, what I thought first as dark energy, it didn't seem evil or bad kind of dark energy, but it was just dark. And it took me a few weeks. I went and asked the higher self on my own, what exactly is going on? And the higher self explained that what I was doing is moving us into this reservoir of creative life force energy. And they called it the womb of originating source because it was the where the universe known and unknown was given birth to because creative life force energy all it wants to do is give birth it's given birth to many a universe many before us and this one and will continue to give birth to it i saw it as dark energy and at one point i mean of course it's divine energy it can't hurt or harm it's not going to give birth to us at a bad level but i kept getting this dark energy so at one point i thought i wonder if that has anything to do with dark matter so i went to google and i looked up dark matter and the very first thing i looked at it said this is not to be confused with dark energy and i went oh my god you mean there is a dark energy so i went on there and it said the dark energy was 68 percent of the universe and there was something i don't remember exactly but there was something about the you, you know that it, they felt it created the universe i, I don't, don't know whether it said that exactly but something along those lines and i didn't have time this week to look this look it back look it up again but in any case the there was validation about this dark energy and i did use the womb energy in all of my healings the higher self has since indicated to me that even though i don't i often don't you know, my healings have shifted, so I don't necessarily mention the forever now moment anymore. I don't even necessarily mention that we're amalgamated with a higher self. I don't necessarily mention the womb of originating source anymore, but it is all happening when we move into the pure soul essence and then move into that diamond energy where that's the two pyramids four-sided pyramids base to base, that diamond symbol that is symbolic of the originating source, that we are automatically amalgamated with the higher self. We're automatically uh, within the forever now moment. We're automatically within that space carrying creative life force energy. It is all there. We don't, we know, I no longer have to verbalize it all, but if you're curious about it, for those of you who haven't heard, I mean, it is pretty fascinating and it all unfolded on this show, guys. So this is one of the reasons I love the show. And in any case, uh, the higher selves did indicate to me when I was trying to get information from them on it, or when I did get information, they said that when I moved into, when I graduated into the fifth dimension, each soul has the opportunity, even though it's divine will, we move out of the free will prop free will kingdom, it doesn't mean we no longer have any choice and suddenly somebody is going to be telling us everything. We continue to have choice. We have tons of choice. And one of the things as souls, when we graduate into that fifth dimensional interplanetary kingdom, we choose what aspect of the originating source we want to take on. 
And I chose the creative life force energy, which meant that in my sojourn there, before volunteering to return as the facade soul, you know, the soul that carries the dual soul nature, I actually worked with the creative life force energy at great in great detail. And they said that it's one reason why I was able to quote unquote remember this information on the creative life force and moved into it, responded to their impresses and was able to expand into understanding uh, the womb energy, so to speak. So it is one of my favorite energies clearly. And so I took a little aside there to tell you about it because I have talked about it before and it is a very, very important energy. But anyway, so right now, just like with everything else, the creative life force energy is on a step up frequency. It's the whole planet, every, every bit of uh, the universe is on a step up frequency. And so is the creative life force energy. And it's, it's uh, moving to a higher rate of speed based on its compulsion to fill, fulfill its own evolutionary function. Okay, remember, it's a divine energy. Divine energies are service energies. They're here to serve, so to speak. Of course, they, it's impersonal. It's not a conscious thing. Oh, well, you know, I'm here to serve this. But um, so we have to step up if, um, the creative life force energy. And we can take hold of and use this creative life force energy to assist us in our own acceleration our own acceleration of our destiny powers, a destiny pattern, our, our own power, moving through our own expansion, moving to properly love and accept ourselves, moving to create all that we want in our outer reality. So it's important now to, to bring this, these concepts and ideas out to you all because it, everything is in the step up. Everything is accelerating, including the creative life force energy. So why not let's use this energy in a more perfect, proper manner. Uh, we, what we need to do is work with it from that pure soul essence level. And this is what I was, I don't know how many weeks ago, two, three, four, no, it certainly wasn't two weeks ago, maybe three, four, five, or six weeks ago, I had what I thought was this most key uh, radio show to bring you the information of how important it is to work out of the create out of the pure soul essence realm. And that show was the one we had. I had the, um, the obscene caller on, and that was the show, the original show that had to be deleted because it came right in the middle of the show even though we deleted that portion, there's this big blank spot. And then the last part of the show doesn't make sense because the, the new listeners that weren't listening live would not ha know what I'm talking about. So we had to delete the whole show, but I redid it. So there's one day that's completely dark. I redid it the next week. And it's such powerful information. Okay. Um, so, what we want to do is we want to work with the creative life force. We already carry it within the pure soul essence. All right. We want to work with the creative life force from that level. When we move into that 
pure soul essence. We are one with the originating source and we are one with the totality of all there is. We're not separated. Okay. Now, we're even connected to the outer realities, and I'm not going to explain it here, but my second book, Soul Psychology, does have, I can't remember if it was an appendix or in the very last part of the book, I do talk about the outer realities. This is a, this is defined differently by the higher selves, and a lot of people talk about outer dimensions or altered realities, or I forget what they call it, but it's different than that. So I encourage you, if you haven't already gotten my book, Soul Psychology, Our Journey Through the Human Kingdom Universe, if this happens to be an interesting topic for you, you'll at least get some, it may be a thumbnail, but it is an explanation about evolutionary processes beyond the evolutionary process we're in. Because once we go through the seven dimensions and graduate into the originating source, we continue past there into the outer reality. So there's more on that. You'll learn about it in my book if you're interested. But anyway, so we always want to work from that pure soul essence level because that is our purity. That is our perfection. That is our personal point of power. Personal. Okay. Now, when we work from that arena, we can go beyond the mundane aspects of our thought forms, our habit imprints, and our creative bodies. We bypass those. So we want to activate the creative life force energy from within that pure soul essence, and then we project it from that. So it's from the inside out, and so it is pure and perfect and powerful it comes out in the very highest form, and you, you are able to perf- bring perfection, give birth to perfection. Actually, this is where our power of the miraculous comes from. We give birth to that perfection from that perfect place. Instead of having that energy come from without and utilize our energetic baggage to create our re- outer reality, okay? Well, Yuck, we don't want that, guys. And we now have the tool. We now have the technique. We now have the focus to, and the understanding to bring more purity and perfection and create at the very highest level for ourselves by working within, using that creative life force energy that we already carry within our pure soul essence. Of course, we can bring in and add to it and expand it from the originating source. We are cooperating with the originating source when we do that amalgamation. So, but we are working from within that purest, most perfect point of power. And that energy impersonally gives birth. So all we have to do is activate it and (laughs) we'll be able to create outwardly what we want to create at the very highest level. Now, please understand this energy acts as a balancer. It can act as a healing energy. If you have a situation where there's a bodily disorder or some sort of illness, or you have a situation in your life like the Orlando thing, like the, the, the absolute havoc and chaos that's going on around the world in various arenas, whatever the situation is, We can use this creative life force energy to create health, to create balance, to create uh, 
higher vision, so to speak, clarity, understanding. We can give birth to whatever we want, whatever we desire to give birth to. We can become the directing identities instead of just allowing the impersonal energy to come in and work with the various individuals, ourselves included, to create based on our energetic baggage. Now, please understand that there is no way that this creative life force energy can be misdirected or misused from the mind level. In other words, we can't willfully, purposefully use it at the free, you know, to give birth to a bad situation or to someone who you're angry with or you want vengeance on or something. (coughs) We're not going to be able, it won't accidentally create or give birth to uh, us being, Uh, fat, for example, if if we don't want to be fat. In other words, and I'm just a silly example, but it's not going to bring us what anything bad. It can't do us any harm. It can't do anybody any harm. It's always working from that highest ideal for each and every soul. We cannot use that energy and it would not be used to trespass. It is impersonal. It is neutral. And it, it gives birth to uh, ideas. It gives birth to, uh, insights, it gives birth to solutions, it gives birth to expansion, it gives birth to, to so many things, and we can direct it from the inside out. We want to take conscious control of this energy so that we can get our outer reality where we want it to be based on not what we carry at the energetic level, but based on, on the purity and perfection of who we truly are. Now, the higher self has suggested a symbol that we can use for this creative life force energy. It's very similar to the one that I used many years ago. The one I used before was just this white energy with flecks of silver and gold. In this particular um, instance, the higher self are suggesting, and you can certainly use that symbol, just the the white energy with the flecks of silver and gold. Silver is the feminine and gold is the the masculine uh, energies, and they can be you give birth when those two energies connect and create the spark and give birth to whatever it is you're trying to give birth to. But this symbol is a little different. I'm going to use this symbol this time simply because it's nice to have a change up in symbols because different people like different symbols and relate to and resonate to different symbols. So I love, love giving choice. This particular symbol is one where we visualize a band of brilliant light around the heart center and the band is interspersed with distinct gold and silver lines or gold and silver uh, bands within the band of the light. So there's sort of multiple bands going on here, light, white, and gold and silver. The masculine principle, of course, is the gold band. The feminine principle is the silver band. And it, it is works it and it's the driving force of this creative life force energy so we're going to see in this healing that we're just about to get to we're going to see this energy um from the heart center and remember it's neutral and we're going to work within the pure soul essence with this energy remembering it's perfect it's untainted it can't be corrupted by emotionalizing or outer circumstances It is going to create a clear creation, one that comes from perfection. Okay, 
it helps us uh, use the energy more effectively, more efficiently, more powerfully, et cetera. Uh, we can't, as I said, we can't use it to hurt or harm. And we are going to utilize it in this healing on the Orlando type situation. So it helps individuals, it helps situations, it helps nations. It's uncorruptible power. It's the power of ourselves that's held in trust in the totality of originating source. Okay, so what are we gonna do? Well, we're gonna move into a state of amalgamation. And after I do this exercise, as I said, I'm gonna move right into working on Claudia. I don't remember exactly what came up last week, so, uh, but I'm sure either more of the same or new stuff will come up this week. And I think it, they touched last week on all of her three issues in some way, but I don't really remember exactly at all what the patterns were. But in any case, all those three issues are again on the table. We're going to work on, you know, the higher self will guide me to wherever I need to go. All right. So today I want everyone now to, I'm just going to have a little bit of water. <laughs> uh, anyway, today we are going to no, no, not today. We're going to, I want everyone to relax, take a few deep breaths, make sure you're comfortable and bring a quiet, the mind as best you can and move into that pure soul essence of your beingness. Begin to visualize or, or you could use that symbol of the sun that I often talked about as a symbol for the pure soul essence, move into that light, become one with the light and just feel it pulsing in through and around the totality of your physical body in through and around the totality of your etheric bodies, keeping in mind that even while we're working within the pure soul essence to neutralize, to strike that, to create from the inside out, the light also moves into the energetic field and neutralizes and dissolves as well. We are, I want you to understand that we want to be working on both sides of those coins at all time. I'm very much emphasizing working from within, from those divine energies within. And sometimes I neglect or, or don't say as much or don't give as much emphasis to the neutralizing process. But because we all are still fairly unconscious and move through our days without thinking about it, keep in mind that we are unconsciously creating from that those energy fields on an ongoing basis until we move to the place like we're doing right now, where we're going to be working, excuse me, from the pure soul essence uh, area. So we always want to be working on those energetics so that when we are in those unconscious modes, we aren't creating in our outer reality uh, near as negative or upsetting or traumatic or dramatic or whatever situations and events than we would if we weren't on a continual basis, as much as we can, neutralizing those energetics. So we always want to work from both ways. I'm just shifting the emphasis because I hadn't emphasized it enough in the past. So now the emphasis is shifting, but both processes are absolutely essential. Okay, so now you're moving that the energy of the sun, the symbolic sun, uh, pulsing it out to move in through and around your physical bodies, move in through and around the etheric bodies, the energetic field, 
knowing that that beautiful divine symbolic sunlight, that pure soul essence energy is going to be neutralizing as much of that energetic field as you will actually get permission to. And then it also continues to move in through and around the totality of our soul process from the time, the past now is when we're minerals, plants, animals, et cetera, and the future now where we moved into the fifth dimensional realm where we have evolved aspects of ourselves into the sixth dimensional realm and also to encompass the totality of who we are at the facade soul level. And it is absolutely permeating the totality of who you are, who all of us are, myself included, we are joined in one accord. Through the connection with the pure soul essence, we are one with the totality of all there is. There is no separation here. We are one with that totality. And I see an enormous amount because remember, we're working from the forever now moment. So we're including all those who've been a part of this show in the past now, the present now, and the future now. It is an extremely expanded uh, forever now moment, and even though I don't necessarily have to say it, but we're now being moved into that symbolic diamond, that symbolic diamond that's representative of the totality of the originating source. You could look at it as the pure soul essence of the originating source. What, However you want to envision it, it is an energetic field. It can expand to encompass the totality of Whatever it needs to expand, it's an endless resource. It's multifaceted, multicolored, multi-shapes, multi-aspected. It's shimmering. It is beautiful. It is, it is just, it's almost too amazing to describe. And by moving into it, it shows that we are cooperating. The pure soul essence we carry at the, at the free will level, we're saying we cooperate with our pure soul essence, with the originating source. And we are just now standing in beautiful light and just incredible power, as I've seen before. There are legions of souls that come in to partake of the light. It, and we are, the, this energetic diamond is absolutely expanded throughout the universe, known and unknown. Okay. Now, from this place, again, be, realize that we are one with our pure soul essence. We are one with the totality of who we are. We are one with the originating source. I want each of you to now focus on activating within that pure soul essence, the creative life force energy. Just focus on that creative life force energy. Picture that band of light with the silver and gold bands within it in the heart area. Expand it, see it, focus on it, imagine it, feel it. It is brilliant energy. You use your focus thought to activate it. And what we want to do is we want to give birth to healing for all those people, both direct and indirect, that were involved in the Orlando tragedy. We want healing to move in. We want to infuse in this creative life force the proper self-love and proper love of others, proper self forgiveness and forgiveness of others, proper acceptance of the self and others. We want clarity of vision and expanded perception. We want evolutionary enlightenment. We want understanding, divine understanding. We want all the needed and necessary elements. And if any one of the, those listening, whether it's 
now or in the archive show, you can put anything else into that creative life force energy. So I want all of that to be placed within the creative life force energy. And what's going to happen is we are going to send this creative life force energy. We're pulsing it out from the heart center as it expands, carrying what we how we have personalized it. We want the healing for the those involved in Orlando. We want to expand the energy to bring healing, the same kind of healing to any other type of event, known and unknown, that carries the similar feel, the similar signature, the similar uh, issues of victims and victimizers, of um, bias and hatred and contempt and all of that. We want all of those those situations. It, It can manifest as wars. It can be whatever it is. We want to just bring that creative life force energy that we have consciously infused. We have directed it to bring healing to all of those individuals known and unknown, and I see it spreading all around the globe. Now, remember, it carries, I put into it, evolutionary enlightenment. So it's going to reach souls at many different levels, and whatever level there are on, it's going to help give birth to those souls, to their concepts, their ideas, their, their insights, their awareness into higher levels. We put in healing. We want to call in, uh, it's going to be healing a lot of the, the grief, the sadness, the sorrow. We, want, we also want it to um, the understanding and the clarity of vision, expanded perception to help all the souls that, uh, where it's needed and necessary to move out of hatred and contempt and uh, fear of, of, of being different, fear of differences. And we want it to address all souls, all the hurts and wounds involved in this kind of situation. All the victims, in quotes, and all the victimizers, in quotes. All souls deserve this chance for a healing, each and every soul. We want to bring in... Um, divine solutions, divine possibilities, divine ways to find new ways of approach, new communication patterns. This is the kind of thing that is needed and necessary. We want divine, divine connection. We want to be able to reach across the the chasms to help all others to reach across and create bridges instead of walls, create, create opening and acceptance instead of hatred and bias. We want to heal all the distortions that are present to facilitate the soul mind detox that is going on around the planet. We want to create new approaches to life patterns, new ways, uh, new insights, new clarity, new vision to allow all souls that are receiving this information, this energy to 
move into a state of giving birth into higher levels of evolution, higher levels, higher frequency levels, higher levels of, of understanding and healing on, on at whatever level is important for each and every soul. Okay. It's almost as if I'm seeing the energy, even though it's us on the show and it's global because the show is global. There's global souls. It's almost like I'm seeing a heartbeat of this creative life force coming from Orlando, Florida. And it's beaming it out. And and what seems to be is the higher selves are... are, are it's almost like this, there's this focus of attention on Orlando because that's the starting point and this beaming out is happening from there. It's as if the propellant or the movement is from this Orlando situation and it is bringing this healing, this creative life force energy that's going to give birth to healing on many different levels for the souls that, that are were involved directly and indirectly, both in this event and any other kind of similar events in the past, present, and even the potential future events. This healing will help prevent some of these future events. So let's see if we can do a turnaround here and really, really, really make a, begin to make a shift. Um, while that's ongoing, because the higher south are indicating that this is going to be ongoing throughout this radio show, and that I can move on to Claudia, and Claudia has just now stepped forward, in uh, step, stepped forward into my symbolic field of, of view, and she does look stronger than she did last week. I do see or sense a shift. I can't say exactly why, but there's more. She's more present. There's a presence here that she she didn't have quite last time because she was so exhausted and so caught up in her patterns. But there's now more presence, more connection to herself and to the healing, which is a good thing. And I, she is fully amalgamated. She's been fully part of this process, even though I didn't specifically name her. Um, just my intention to have her part of the healing has brought her in and... Okay, so she seems to be still very much caught up in the, the fear factor, that PTSD situation with the homeless. She just can't seem to shake that. She just, uh, what I'm getting from her is that that does seem to be the thing she wants the healing on, and she feels that it is actually related to this healing we did for the Orlando type situations because she felt so much like a victim with that attack. So it was a different kind of thing in sorts because it was individual. Most likely the the homeless guy didn't have anything personally against her, unlike the the attacker in the Orlando situation or that often is with these kind of things where there was some hatred toward the the victims by the victimizer. This this homeless guy, I'm I'm really picking up that he really was mentally um, unstable, and it really wasn't a personal attack, but it has a great had a great effect on Claudia, and she just feels like she's helpless to shake this. 
I do remember some stuff coming up about this but I last week, but I don't remember very much. So what I want to do is I just want to start with having start within that pure soul essence and we're going to put right into that pure soul essence the PTSD all of the fear and the anxiety and the stuck feeling and the uh, all of the the pattern itself to write in that pure soul essence and I'm going to have us activate the divine healing the divine um balancing the divine serenity the divine clarity of vision and expanded perception and divine forgiveness now this idea of something coming out of left field the pain the unexpected nature the feeling of being so helpless is also very much a part of it so we want to connect we want to activate the divine uh, connection the divine um Oh, divine power. We want to really connect with this pure soul essence power, the divine connection. Uh, I do see it's almost like there's, they're, they're building connections to the pure soul essence. It's as if she's connecting to her own pure soul. It's, it's just a very strange kind of symbol that I'm getting. It's almost as if she has this issue in the center of her own pure soul essence, but she's also standing in the center of the pure soul essence as the one that needs healing. And I feel that there's connections moving. It's as if the pure soul essence is surrounding her and she's now putting out like connections, links, ties to the pure soul essence. We're calling in the divine power and let's activate that creative life force energy. And what we want to do is we want to create for her the connection to the pure soul essence, the connection to her own purest, most perfect, most potent point of power. And in so doing, we also want to neutralize the fears, the anxieties, the trauma, the the trauma, the imprint from the trauma. And I'm seeing with that, it's as if the energy is moving and it's moving throughout that soul process. It's, it's, it's moving to address the imprints of the traumas from many, many lives. Because this is for sure not the only life that something has just come out of left field for you, for any of us really. And so this energy is working many different uh, facets or uh, avenues. It's working both sides of the coin, both creating connections to your own sense of who you are, your own sense of being the directing identity for your life, your own sense of power and of course the most purest most perfect way not distorted not controlling not negative anyway but it's also working to neutralize the imprints the thoughts the habit imprints the emotional blueprints the traumas the dramas the the ptsd from from so much of your energetic field and to alleviate i want to activate the divine serenity to alleviate the to lessen as much as possible that ripple effect of those imprints from so many lives that brought it into this life and reactivated it so we want to just i want you to continue to be connected standing within your own pure pure soul essence working with these divine energies allowing them to process from the inside out 
So we want them to move into your life pattern. As it moves into and creates in your life pattern, uh, calm, serenity, um, the ability to uh, move through your life with confidence, with connection, with uh, the knowingness that you're okay. Uh, to It's also on the way, it's neutralizing all that isn't like it. So all those fears and anxieties and um, victim patterns and helpless patterns, because this helplessness is really not something you you know we want any of us want. So we it's moving to neutralize that helplessness and that powerlessness feel. Oh my gosh. Huh. Okay, so it's just it's still ongoing. I want to just check back with that first symbol. You're still standing here. I feel your connection with yourself is gaining even more strength. You seem more uh, solid in your knowingness that you have, you aren't helpless. You're not a victim. And I'm seeing an interesting image. I don't know that something like this has ever come up for me before, but it's as if symbolically you're now moving into a homeless camp so to speak, you know, those kind of things that we see around or we see on TV, whatever, where a lot of homeless people are living and they have, you know, just a box over them or they live on a grate or they live by uh, some sort of something, you know, under an overpass and you're moving into that arena. And at first it begins to trigger off this fears, this, the fear of the unknown or fear of being attacked again and all of that. And as it triggers off, but you're doing it from within the pure soul essence. And so you're moving in and you're able to see from almost a neutral place, you're, you're able to see and understand and watch that it's moving into this homeless camp is absolutely triggering things off, but because you're standing within the pure soul essence, because you're standing within your, this divine serenity, this divine neutrality, you're feeling safe, you're within that purest, most perfect point of power, you are not helpless or powerless, you're watching as things get triggered off within the energy field and you're just letting them go. And that's why, and I want you to just move right into the camp. You see somebody standing up and it triggers, oh my gosh, that that thought or that imprint or that emotional fear uh, triggering. And, but it just gets, it just gets triggered off and it moves right into the light and is dissolved. So it's been this opportunity for you. This is a really great exercise. We could all use this for different reasons. I really love this exercise and as you go through various things are happening in the camp you know two people you notice two people are talking to one another and then they stop talking and they notice you and they see you now the old you have well not the old you you have actual things inside which fear oh they're noticing me maybe they're going to do me harm and those kind of thoughts are being triggered off and then as that does get triggered off and it moves into the light, those two people, those two men, I see them as men, just start talking together again. They just notice the movement. They notice who you were, but they then turn around and paying you no mind. 
So as you walk through this encampment, as you walk through this place where it is filled with homeless people, a lot of these things are being triggered off. Now, in the past, in your past lives, of course, this kind of thing didn't mean that it didn't mean that this was always part of the homeless uh, situation. Things happening unexpected could come from any arena. And so those things that aren't necessarily related to the homeless are also being triggered off, being released, moving into the light. And it's as if it's, you've got walking into the camp, it's created like a bug zapper, you know, and you've got this powerful light and the various things that you, excuse me, that you see and you hear, you observe in this encampment is triggering these patterns that you carry at the energetic level and they're being zapped in the light. So you are doing a lot of zapping of these patterns and I want to make sure we get to those deep-seated fears of helplessness. Uh, Okay, you did come with someone who is now standing symbolically at the edge of the encampment and you're moving deeper and deeper into the encampment, which means you're getting to be more and more alone. So then it's triggering off the feelings of I can't do it by myself. I don't have immediate help. Am I in charge here? Am I going to be helpless? Am I going to be overwhelmed? Is there going to be something that happens to me that I'm not expecting that I can't handle on my own? And all that kind of fear is just, just being uh, triggered off big time, big time, big time, just almost pouring out of you. Uh, A lot of basis here is, of course, that feeling of helplessness and powerlessness and feeling that you don't deal with these kind of situations. You've been helpless so often before, and we were truly helpless. This kind of helpless feeling is based on reality. You in this life were hit from behind. You never saw it coming, never knew. So, yeah, have we had that? Many times. We, you know, we can be walking in a canyon and have a landslide hit us. I mean, you know, we often have been in situations uh, throughout our lives that we had no prior knowledge about. And that does engender from real experience, tremendous feelings of fear and helplessness, like the world can turn on you at any moment. And so that's really what's being triggered off. And I'm seeing a tremendous amount of release here. This is really great, Claudia. I'm really excited for you. And I hope some of the other listeners, if not all of you, are also working on this for yourselves. I forgot to mention that part, but you know that while I'm doing healing on anyone else, we can work on ourselves, utilizing and and working on the same pattern, utilizing the same amalgamation, the same triggers that I'm providing for Claudia, for anyone, for the Orlando situation or anything else. We want to utilize all of that for ourselves. So each and every listener, you can be your own directing identity and help yourself in this way. You can also, if you're listening to it archive, push pause and work on anything else that comes up. Don't rely on me to say everything, but, but uh, you know, take control, so to speak, or take charge, become the directing identity, be the pilot for your own life and in that, in that way. Okay. So we want to, again, focus on the creative life force energy within this pure soul essence. We want to infuse it with perfect mental health, uh, perfect serenity, perfect um, 
understanding, uh, perfect connection to the self and the pure soul essence for Claudia and for anyone else. And we want her to, we want this energy to create for Claudia those things in her life pattern in her outer reality. And so the, the creative life force is going to give birth to that for Claudia in her own outer reality. Now, before I end with Claudia, I do want to go to the responsibility pattern. Um, That seems to be coming up, although I think we worked on that too last week. I think we touched on all three of the issues, but for some reason, this responsibility pattern is coming into fray. And with that, just the having that come into focus for Claudia, it's as if she went down on her knees symbolically and just the burden of the self of, of being so responsible all the time has been uh, it's been a weight. I do believe we've worked on that. I do think we worked on it somewhat last week, but there is more to do this week, which is wouldn't be normal if there weren't. So I want to let's see where to start here. She is again, Within her own pure soul essence, I see that pattern or that symbol continuing. She's working within the pure soul essence, uh, and she's down on her knees. And we want to um, we want to activate the creative life force energy that's carried within the pure soul essence, and we want to bring we want to activate the pure purest proper sense of proper responsibility, proper balance of responsibility for one's own life, proper understanding of responsibility, proper clarity and expanded perception about responsibility, proper freedom from over-responsibility. And this creative life force energy is just, it's like it's pulsing and it is working to make those connections with Claudia. It's also working to dissolve all the energetics that she carries that aren't in uh, balance with it, that aren't, that aren't uh, held at this higher, high frequency level that she's activated. It's working very, very hard, very well to bring in balance about the responsibility issue and the connection to the self. We want the divine connection to the self, the divine love of the self and the divine forgiveness of the self and the divine, well, acceptance of the self, acceptance, connection, love, forgiveness, value, divine valuing the self. And so we want the creative life force energy to bring that into beingness for her at the very highest level, at the very most accelerated level, because uh, she's cooperating very much with the energy. She is staying very much held within uh, this pure soul essence of her own. Uh, she is accepting the energies. I feel a strengthening. It's almost like there's a phoenix rising from the ashes. I know I've used that symbol a lot in the past, and that's really what I see here. It's as if she's now standing up. She's moved off her knees, and she's allowing this incredible 
creative life force, very powerful birthing energy to move, to give birth to herself in a balanced manner, to allow herself to understand that the shoulds and the have-tos and the shouldn'ts and the musts and must-nots are being neutralized, are being the obligations, all of that burden that she's been carrying, both from this life and many lives, we all carry those, were limiters, were created burdens, would just weigh her down, suck her in, uh, imprisoned her in this state of over-responsibility. And so that is also being worked on. And the interesting thing is, not interesting thing, but what I want to remind you, Claudia, and all the listeners, is that the this isn't an either-or scenario. When we let go of and neutralize and dissolve and grow out of that, these stuck places, we don't immediately go to the opposite, polar opposite. So this doesn't mean that Claudia is suddenly going to become an irresponsible slob, just caring for herself, not caring for others. It doesn't mean that at all. It means that what we're doing is we're getting rid of the knee-jerk reaction to neglect the self to sacrifice the self, to be in a pattern that is distorted and completely out of balance. So we want, we will be moving, Claudia will be moving into, and we all will when we do this kind of work, into a balanced place where the focus is on the self-responsibility, and but not feeling, not thinking, oh, we're so selfish, because it has nothing to do with selfishness. It has all to do with understanding that each and every soul is on their own journey and, and plays out their own awakening, their own consciousness, their own uh, expansion, their own healing, in their own timing, in their own way. We can't be the fixers. We can be the light but we can't force anybody to take the light in. And we don't want to force anybody to take the light in. So we are working to heal ourselves and allow others to heal themselves, to bring our lives into a state of balance and allow others to be responsible for bringing their lives into a state of balance. Because if we're doing it for them in some way, they don't gain the self-confidence that they can do it for themselves. They don't gain the insight. They don't gain, they don't have the motivation to go within and figure out their own patterns. And I think everyone is very well aware of the, the downsides of the enabling pattern. And that's sort of a simple example of what we can do when we're overly responsible for others. And the self-sacrifice pattern when we don't, we aren't properly responsible in a balanced manner for ourselves. We can't really help a drowning man if we don't know how to swim ourselves. And so when we do these kind of exercises, it is the opportunity for us to learn to swim ourselves. And where we move in that not only brings us to a higher level, but we role model for those around us that if I can do it, anybody can do it. It role models the process. It's inspirational. It is helpful. And, of course, with fifth dimensionals carrying the dual soul nature, that energy of the fifth dimensional light is always moving out to all others in the four lower kingdoms. 
and we that light becomes brighter and brighter and f- further and further reaching, helping others more and more as we go through the process of helping ourselves. We become the we will we are becoming the pioneers. We're in a state of remembering, a state of conscious uh, awakening. So this is what's happening. It isn't about moving to that polar opposite and, you know, becoming the slugs of the world. It isn't that. Okay? So I do see a tremendous amount of movement. Okay. The higher selves are indicating that she is... She's doing a tremendous job. They, they say that these two, the two short little healings on both issues for her will also facilitate the, the, uh, and help alleviate um, the tiredness pattern. It's another piece to the tiredness pattern that because all of these energies that are so debilitating for us that hold us stuck, it just takes, it's exhausting. It plays out and is reflected in our outer reality. And that's exactly what's been happening. So she's been going through this very powerful healing. It is still in process there. I do notice that the higher selves are not only putting the cocoon around Claudia, but there's cocoons moving into place for all of those souls that are, were involved directly and indirectly in Orlando and even the souls that are out of body. So we're talking not only the souls that are still alive from the Orlando situation and all other events or situations like this, but the souls too that are out of body still. And this is very powerful. That means that they were, we were healing and I didn't even pick that up at the time, but we were healing both in and out of body. There was a lot of, a lot of stuff going on Okay, the higher selves are indicating that the energies, too, were also moving into the astral and helping with the astral. They are asking me to bring it out to you so that we have it in our conscious mind because in consciousness is power. So I want, before I close down the healing, I want all of us to send this incredibly beautiful pure soul essence light infused with the uh, creative life force energy. Um, We've activated the creative life force energy, and we're also infusing into it the neutralizing and dissolving of the astral bands. We're putting in a biggie, guys. We're doing the neutralizing and dissolving of the astral bands, and I want all of us to begin to pulse out from that very, very intense center Uh, that beautiful, powerful, pure soul essence, incredibly miraculous light. We're pulsing out the creative life force energy that carries the idea to give birth to, that all it wants to do is give birth to the neutralizing and dissolving of the astral bands. Remember, it's always going to be in the highest ideal, always going to be balanced, and this light is very powerful in the astral because remember those thought energy that's in the astral is soulless and mindless. Now there are it's an interesting thing, oh my gosh, who knew that this is where this was gonna lead. There are souls that are have that are stuck in a way in the astral. If you haven't I think I did this in my astral shows. 
it's in my book, Soul Psychology, but there are souls that are stuck in the astral band. And I'm, it's interesting, as this energy is working to neutralize the astral, and it's a huge hit here, guys, huge. It's highlighting the souls that are still stuck there. They haven't fully processed. They've laid aside the body, but they haven't fully processed into the human kingdom heavens because they have soul kind of, I, I, I don't want to explain it here, but in any case, I'm now going to ask that this creative life force energy be infused with incredible um, soul level healing and forgiveness. And we want this energy also to be brought to all the souls that I see stuck in the astral bands because the whole idea of self-forgiveness is so key self-forgiveness and self-love and we are sending that out to those souls oh my gosh I had no idea this is where we go but I'm seeing the souls and there aren't as many as I would have thought because the astral workers have been working really hard on the astral bands and you know I know I'm not the only one but I've also provided a lot of energy over this periods of time, you know, using the group energy to heal the astral. And here again, and what I'm seeing is a tremendous shift for these souls. They, they were stuck, and many of them are utilizing and taking in the energy and then reconnecting with the totality because they tend to have aspects that split off and they're reconnecting, and I'm seeing quite a few move into the human kingdom heavens. Wow. And I see Jane and company absolutely being there to greet them. Now, Jane and company, as I've mentioned often, is going to be my third book. Ah, this is exciting. Uh, really good job today. I had no idea we were going here. Wow. I don't see everybody moving in, but I would say a good portion, I'm not good at this kind of thing, I don't know numbers or percentages, but I do see a portion of the souls, I see a huge shift actually in the astral bands, they really moved up in higher frequency, this is also going to help the healing that we did on not only Claudia, but all of the Orlando type things, oh my gosh, this is really powerful guys, Okay. All right. As I said, I do see the um, cocoons of energy all around the planet for many souls, both in and out of body. Claudia, for sure. A lot are continuing to process. The cocoon is going to help with the acclimation um, to all the shifts and the changes that have gone on in this healing. It is very this was really great. I, I'm really excited. I want to thank again all my listeners because it's such an opportunity. Every time I'm on the show, there's something new, there's something exciting, there's something uh, that moves us forward, new concepts, new ideas, new expansion. Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I thank Claudia too. I do hope with all of my heart that there's some very significant movement here, some step forward, uh, some change in the process, some change in the outer reality. 
for all the souls that we worked on, not only Claudia. And with that, because I'm pretty much in La La Land now, I am going to I am going to disconnect. And it's so interesting because this time I have access to the outro. Last week I did not. I don't know why I did, what I did different, but anyway, I'm going to say goodbye until next week. I'm gonna. I don't know what's happening next week. I know I'm going to have one healing at least, the third one on Claudia. And I'm not sure of the concept yet I'll talk about or whether there'll be two healings. But in any case, I'm so excited whatever happens next week. It will also be after. It's always the day after my this new video radio show that I'm doing. So I'll give you some updates on that, let you know if it went a little bit more smoothly, a little more normally. I know I can move into it and be more comfortable with it fairly quickly. Um, It's not going to take me months like it did for the radio show itself. And I'm excited because I know if this show is expansive in so many ways, that that show will just be expansive also. It's just another opportunity, another door to expand the movement, not just for me, but for, you know, to get the energy out, to get the ideas out, the concepts out, and et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, I love the process. I love you all. Thanks for being part of my community. And I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.